Great Scott! The Great Scott Show. And as they head into the final furlong, all of the other radio stations and radio hosts are left in the wake of a keen turn of speed by the Great Scott Show, the champion! With Scott Prather. Steal the show. everybody welcome in to the great scott show on a wednesday got a lot in store for you we're going to talk cajun baseball later in the eight o'clock hour they played last night in hammond coach anthony babino assistant coach anthony babino will be in studio in the eight o'clock hour we'll hit on last night and um what's to come and more but kicking off the show with me this morning he is back for more Hardworking. Back by popular demand. Back by popular. You know, you say that. I, I mean, I don't want it to go to your head, but there is a lot of positive feedback whenever James Butler is on the show. I mean, which, I mean. Look at that smile. I mean, he can't, on, he can't contain himself. I mean, what you expect, man? I mean, it's me. Yes. You know. <laughs> it's me. You know, that's how you know what I say on this show resonates with a lot of people. I mean, it, it, it definitely gets them. Um, it's their ears percolating. They're listening. They're entertained. And they agree with me. It's well, not that I, it's not no, that I, I, let's, let's, let's not get carried. That's James Butler, former NFL wide receiver, UL wide receiver, in here. Because yesterday uh, he wanted to get more into the Pelicans. We didn't get to talk much about it. He wanted to hit on UL football a little bit, which is in the midst of spring practice, uh, among other things. We did talk some some Saints and a little bit of Final Four and gave uh, gave James the history lesson on on. Coach Krzyzewski and Duke basketball, which mm-hmm. was enlightening for you. Yeah, but yeah. And then you come in this morning and you're wearing Duke blue. I feel like you did that on purpose. Yeah, kind of. I kind of <laughs> did. I, I wanted to say, like, honestly, I think y'all kind of made me into a Duke fan. See, because, yes, you know, because, like, because it, it's because of the hatred that y'all have for it. It, it made me want to be like, okay, well, I, I think I want to root for them. Just so if they do win, I can come in here and, you know, basically just – the fact that you didn't have a strong opinion about Duke made me like I, I've I've always trusted you until yesterday. I was like, I don't know if I trust James. He didn't even have a strong opinion about Duke. Hey man, I don't know what to tell you. But now now you do, but it's for you, but it's just for for you know fan reasons or rather just it's for basically it's for me reasons. You just you just want it. You nah, just want to rub it in my face. Nah man, you you should know that if it's not you, well. I'm not really rooting for these teams. All right. <laughs> you should know that. ESPN Lafayette. All right. Um, here's one other thing I wanted to ask you. James Butler's uh-huh. uh we are gonna have this conversation and again, we'll talk Cage of Baseball in the eight o'clock hour with Anthony Babineau. We did talk about the slap yesterday. Right. There was something I wanted to ask you. Okay. That I didn't get to yesterday. Okay. Of course the slap, Chris Rock, Will Smith, the slap everyone was talking about all over the world Sunday night, and some are even still talking about it all the way here later this week on Wednesday. If you could slap one member of the sports media with no repercussions, and I mean you're a big guy, that's so a good this question. Would actually, man. hurt. I mean you're a big guy. This would, and you're a state trooper. I mean I wouldn't want to get slapped by you. So please don't say me. But if you could slap one member of the media with no repercussions, who would it be? That is a great question, man. <laughs> huh. You know what? And you know, my mind is going to 
who hates on the Saints and the Pelicans the most? But it's like, let's see. I don't like what Kendrick Perkins says about the Pelicans. Well, he's just a terrible analyst, period. I, I don't like that. Um, I have to think back. To I mean, there are so many that, like, talk NBA that you wish you could just go and just slap. Man, honestly, I I have to say Kendrick Perkins, man. Really? Yeah. He and I know he's no a, repercussions because he, he. I don't. Well, we just gonna have to fight it out, man. Like honestly, like, and I I know there's there's this meme that says that if Will if the Rock was would have said that about Jada, Will would have never slapped. Listen, I don't have that mindset, Scott. I'm doing it still. You're a big guy. You're. But still, you're, like, you're, you're trained. Okay, but still, before that, like I'm still doing. That's Dude. like me. That's like me if walking the, on the football if field. You would walk up and slap the Rock in his face. Okay, then we gonna have Dwayne to just, Johnson. We do have to just hey, look, some way somehow I have to beat him. That's how you have to think. Mike Tyson. You're just gonna walk no, up. No, I'm not. Doing okay, that. see, there's all right. There you go. That's, that, that's, then, no, no. so then you that. don't have that mindset. I'm not doing that. So you don't have the mindset. No, I'm just not gonna do that. You just don't, but you claim to have the mindset, and as soon as I, I mention a certain individual, Listen, you're like, no way. He is trained. So so are you. To fight people, okay? I've seen him jab right. at so, 50 years old. So, There's so, no way. So it isn't a mindset. There it is, is a mindset. No, there is a part of it that you just acknowledged and admitted that if it's a certain person, I couldn't just walk up and slap Time out. Time them. out. If they made a crude joke about my the woman in my life, Time the mother out. of no, my child. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is... I would still acknowledge it aggressively, but the the, the slap is, part of it, I probably would not really? do to Mike Tyson. Please, James, explain to me what acknowledge it aggressively entails. Like get in his face and say, you know, with the Coach HUD hand placement. Really? Like, hey, man. What like, if Mike Tyson stepped up, pushed your hand away, and said, keep talking, and I'll Then we I'll just going to have to – listen, so this is the point. I'm going to teach you something right here. Mm-mm. Where you talk loudly and you hope there's people that's gonna pull you back. <laughs> you hope that there's people that's gonna pull you back and say, no, "Nah, man, break it up." You're like, "Nah, nah, nah, hey, don't just, break it up." I love how quickly you just said, "I." You see, I would have told the Rock. It's a mindset. And as soon as I say, "What about Mike Tyson?" Now all I hear is excuses. Nah, man, I'm not. Doing I'd call that. all my coworkers and be like, "If he touches me, we could just yeah. surround him, just yep. arrest him." Yep. Nah, man. Nah, but <laughs> it's but, a mindset. Unless I'm gonna get my ass whooped. I think. I think. I again, think it's crazy. You think you could beat up the Rock? That's funny. I'm not saying I could beat him up, but you just come don't on, think man. he'll kill. All right, him. okay. Me, you just right. don't think he'll kill. Him. All right, for the basis of the job, let's 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 go this way. Oh no, for the no, basis now, of the job. But now it's a different situation. No, no, no. But I'm just saying, okay, because this is a scenario that I really had. I really had this situation happen to me. What situation? I was up there in Evangeline Parish by myself. Okay. On the clock, as a state on the trooper. clock, on the clock. I had to arrest this dude for DWI. This dude was like bigger than me. Okay, taller than me, bigger than me, and he had prior like offenses for being combative with officers. Okay, so listen, violent, violent history. The the closest person to me is maybe in Lafayette. Okay, so in my head, I'm already thinking to myself, okay, he's bigger than me. Probably stronger than me, but there's something I have to be better than him. Like, either I have to be faster, I have well, to be quicker. You're sober, so that's an advantage. Yeah, that's, right. That's, that's right. But then you know, then you got to play until he might not courage, feel. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, right. So it's like I have to be faster than him, 
quicker than him. Maybe I have to, I don't know. It's something that I have to be better than him, you know, with. So that's how I feel about the Rock situation. Like maybe, yeah, he's bigger, but can he move as fast as me? What's silly about that is everyone knows the Rock would never make a crude joke like that either. I mean, you know, he's the Rock. Right. Right. You wouldn't run on stage to slap him. You'd run on stage to hug him. Like, hey, well, Mike Tyson totally would probably. Yeah, do no, you you like would that. you would you, you would. Laugh. I interviewed Mike Tyson on this show once. Really? Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Okay. He was doing his one man show years ago at, I guess, Cachada, and it was a good twenty minute combo. It's on YouTube. People can still listen to it. We we talked for a while, um, but yeah, w- when you said the closest person to me is all the way in Latvia, what did you mean? Like the closest state trooper. Oh, so. So you're by, if you needed to call for backup in a situation, you, you have to wait all the way, or did they contact local enforcement? They probably contact local. There you go. You were yeah, but I'm just saying. But you so got to think go? about. I mean, were you, I mean, oh yeah, like yeah. So the dude, like he definitely tried me for a second, but when I when he felt my grip, that was it. And he felt that like I'm not, I'm, I didn't come here to play with you type <laughs> grip. He was like, okay, well, I get it. And then I got to put his hands behind his back. And you took him to jail. Took him to jail. Don't drink and drive, guys. You know. Don't do it. It's bad. All right, so so if, back to <laughs> James Butler. You can tell we're in studio this morning. We're, we're off somewhere we didn't expect to go. This is good. The original question, if you could slap one member of the media, sports media, with no repercussions, you just go with Perk? I mean, my mind is going blank because I, I know there's a few people that I don't watch because of – the way they talk about my teams, man. But I, I'm drawing a blank right now for some reason. My thing is, like, I don't even know who I would pick because most of the, like, talking heads that people get really upset about, I just stopped listening to yeah. years, years right. ago. So I don't have, like, I think I blocked Skip Bayless on Twitter a long time ago, not because I never followed him. I just got annoyed at how often you talk about the same. Thing. He would show it would show up on my timeline, and people would be quote tweeting him and yeah. giving him everything he wanted. Like he's just gaslighting. Like yeah. this isn't. He gets paid like eight million dollars a year just to tick you off, and you're letting like you're helping him get yeah. money. Yeah. And so I, you know, I was like, I don't care what he says. I just don't want to be part of this game. So I literally just block and show up on my timeline. And so, oh, would you you know slap Skip Bayless? Like, no, because I don't, I don't care that much. Maybe like years ago, I would have gotten really you know hot and bothered. Oh, this guy said this, I can't believe it. Like, that's all just like part of the game now. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Peter King, because he's just always he's not he's not on TV a ton. He's like, oh. I don't know. It would be nice to slap Chris Sims. Chris Sims, yeah, man. That's Chris my Sims. answer, man. Chris Sims. Chris now, now Sims. Of, you see, yeah. Because I, I, I don't, I don't think Chris Sims actually gaslights. I think he, I think he legitimately has some like old vendettas, and I think he legitimately thinks he's really good. Yeah. And look, hell, he's getting paid a lot of money. He's on network TV talking sports. He did play in a football game and score a touchdown after his spleen ruptured before he was taken to the hospital. So I, I do have to admit he is tough. I mean, he could have died that day. Um, although he doesn't like when anyone makes jokes about it, but you know, Hey dude, embrace it, right? Your spleen busted. Gruden pressured you to go back into the game. You scored a touchdown. Then you went to the hospital. He did die. Whatever. I think Chris Sims, because he'll show up on my timeline. I, I have to give him credit. Like it, instead of me just being like, Brushing it off like whatever. 
I actually do get kind of mad. Yeah, yeah. I got to give yeah. him credit. Yeah, Chris Sims. The fact that I question whether or not he's actually gaslighting or or genuinely believes what he says. God, I hate to I hate to even give him that kind of credit, but it's not the kind of credit you. It's not a compliment. It's just more credit that like you know. It'd be Chris Sims. I'd love to be a yeah, good, a I, good hard slap. Yeah. I changed my answer. It's, it's definitely Chris <laughs> Sims for sure. Chris, because I don't like, Sims. I don't like the way this dude. That's, you remember my imitation? Yeah, Chris? yeah. And I remember texting us. That's exactly how he acts. Like Chris Sims. But I don't like the way he talks about the Saints like that. Well, he said some. He, he said stuff years ago that just statistically was was not true and, like, was just rolling with it. And then he was like, I'm sick of the fans always getting on my case. I'm sick of it. It's Man, like, no. hell, you know. Hey. Don't come down here then. <laughs> yeah, what if you pull them over? Take it. What if, but you can't pull them over. What if he's not doing anything wrong? Well, I wouldn't pull him over. He's not doing no, it's good. Wrong. I was just testing you. Yeah, I mean, you know, hey, you know. If he's going one mile over, <laughs> you'd be might, tempted. You'd I be might, tempted. You know. Well, then that goes into, like, how would I know that it's him? Type of thing. What if I say I'm following him? I just happened to see him driving to New Orleans to cover this game. He's 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 going he's going five miles over the limit. Yeah, might have to give him a little yeah ticket. But I'm a, I might like quiz him first before like like hey man like you know quiz him like like you know just ask him a question like hey man he'd like, probably be like oh you know who I am this is great no 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 that's no. what like, he'd be thinking yeah when yeah, you start yeah. quizzing him about football yeah and I'd just be like you know um. So what's your views about the Saints currently, right now? Oh, he would get out of a ticket, he'd say anything. No, I wouldn't believe it, so then I would <laughs> go ahead and, and do what I have to do. <laughs> Here's your ticket, sir. <laughs> Slow down. Oh, man. Slow down, Chris. Yeah, man. Chris Sims is He my showed answer. up to Texas his first day of college in a limo, by the way. That's not true. It is. That is not true. Yeah. There's no way this guy did that. My friend was at UT, one of my best friends, a was at the University of Texas at the time. He told me that. He said Chris Sims showed up today in a limo. Listen, what was his what was his like deal? Was he a first round draft pick? Um, I don't know. He wasn't. Now he did play early in his career and um oh five, I think they won the division and he was the quarterback for Gruden and then they lost in the playoffs like okay. in the first game. I want to say maybe to Washington. I'd have to go back and double check who they lost to. And then he didn't really do anything after that. Um, I think, you know, he was a backup. I, the, the spleen rupture, uh, I think that that impacted him a little bit. So Chris Sims was like the Gatorade player of the year in high school. He was mm-hmm. like ranked number one. When they were good, but like Major Applewhite was, was – he was playing good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was this quarterback competition and – a lot of fans sided with Applewhite, who was, you know, shorter and didn't have as many accolades, but had been winning games at Texas. And then with all the hype and all this stuff, and so it was, it was kind of one of those deals at Texas. And he did, he did win some some games there. Um, then he got drafted in the third round by Tampa Bay, and I think his first few years he didn't play, and then in 05 he played. And um, eventually became the starting quarterback, and I think he took over for Brian Greasy, maybe. And okay. uh, yeah, and then they lost to Washington in the playoffs, and you know, in week three, you know, his spleen burst in a game, which is I still I was watching that game, and he was 
you something was off. And John Gruden was like, you know, can you go? And he's like, yeah. And he ended up having to like score a rushing touchdown and took a hit. Then he went in the locker room, and later on, they're like, his spleen ruptured. Wow, he could have died, which and he didn't, and that you know would have been would have been sad. But, uh, but yeah, that's that's Chris. That's a little backstory on Chris Sims. What's the guy that's on the show with Chris Sims? Uh, Mike Florio. Yeah, I don't like him even. I don't mind Mike. Nah, uh, he says some off the wall stuff, but I don't think he ever carries the NFL's water, which I appreciate. Peter King will literally, if they tell here, here's here's why you might like Florio. Here's a little here's a little little history for you. Okay, all right. Scott Prather, James Butler, great Scott show. So when the Bounty Gate stuff happened with the Saints, mm-hmm. people could say whatever they want. This is the reality of it. A lot of teams had something very similar. Hit this quarterback, you know, fifty bucks, hundred bucks, whatever. Tons of teams did. I mean, hell, NFL game day. They did a feature in 93 celebrating it for the Eagles. Like, look how tough this Eagles D is. Look yeah, out. You might get yeah. hit hard. In 2012, NFL had over 1,000 lawsuits on their desk from former NFL players saying, you are not helping us with medical aid. We need help. You encourage violence, all this stuff. So they wanted to send out this message of, look how serious we take this. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was really what it was about. And they had their own investigator – falsifies some things and claim that things were said by certain individuals that weren't. Wow. Then they sent out documents to every major media member and said, report on this. Peter King, I mean, they had it on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Vilma's a bad... It, it was like, they took it and... Florio was one of the few guys in the national media that was like, something... This Something's off about this. Right. Like. Right. This smells. This doesn't. This is bad. Like this, I, I, I'm not buying everything you're selling here. And he actually went out of his way, talked to other people, and got more of the story. And folks, you know, if they don't remember, uh, Sean Payton was suspended for the year. Right. Mickey Loomis for a half a year. Joe Vid for six games. Like took away draft picks. A lot of stuff. Find them. The players had a union. The players that were suspended fought it. Paul Tagliabue ended up, former commissioner, being brought in to oversee it because Goodell was, you know, overstepping his bounds. Every one of those players didn't serve, you know, they they didn't serve a suspension. It was all like, no, there's not evidence to suggest some of the things that this report was suggesting. And anyway, but by that point, and I I was talking to Jonathan Vilma about this a few weeks ago. Okay. Because I was asking him about um, some of the Brian Flores stuff, and it had just broken, and he's like, listen, I am going to wait and see what happens. I'm not going to rush because the NFL saying something or because he's like, I've been on the side of this where people don't even remember how it all ended. They just, they remember the sports illustrated yeah. cover and all this other stuff. And he's like, and it's followed me ever since. And mm-hmm. he's like Florio again, how we started this whole thing, which started with who would you slap, which turned right, into right. Chris Sims. He was the guy back then that was like, this is no, like, I'm not just going to report this stuff yeah. that you're giving me. I'm going to talk to others involved in this as well. And, and you know, and he was right. And, like, the Patriots, I always say that Spygate was, there's some messed up stuff there. They burnt, and Roger Goodell burned a tape. He burnt the evidence, like, literally all kind of, there's enough shady stuff there that you're like, okay, this is, what good would it do the NFL at that point after the fact? Like, how does it benefit the league? Right. Anyway, it felt a little iffy. I know you can say the same thing, how would it benefit the league, but it always felt a little off. Florio, same thing. Like, let me let me look into this more. And 
there were a lot of stuff about it that didn't really hold up. It wasn't what the NFL was trying to make it out to be. I've always appreciated that about him. Now, he does do some sensationalizing and over-the-top rumors and things like that at times. But uh, but I don't mind him just because he does it again. I, I don't feel like he carries the league's water, which I appreciate. Nah, well, I remember <laughs> when they picked – remember that – I want to say it was a Monday night game when we played the Buccaneers and they all picked the Buccaneers to win and no one picked the Saints. Oh, you mean just this past – this, uh, you Not mean this la- past, no, the the year before. Oh, when Breeze was still when there? Breeze was still well, they there. did it last year, too. They, right. they beat him 9 nothing on Sunday yeah, night. Yeah, I remember and that. Breeze was saying, the only one that picked the Saints. Yeah, Everyone and, else picked them. This was when Breeze was still a quarterback. Yeah, yeah. And, and they beat him, you know. Like 38-3 or yeah, something yeah, like that. Just, and so The Bucks kicked a field goal down by 38 points yeah. in the fourth quarter. <laughs> in typical, you know, New Orleans Saints fan fashion, they let Chris Sims and Florio have it. Yeah. Right? So then they proceed to get on air the next day that, yeah. and say something like, I don't remember, I can't say it verbatim, but they say, oh, Chris yeah, Sims y'all. said, I'm sick of it. I'm going to let them hear it when they lose in the playoffs. Yeah, and that made me so upset. And from that moment right there, I did not like him. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that, and they did. And then the Saints, unfortunately, did lose to the Bucks in the playoffs, and they were rubbing Conspiracy. it in all the fans' faces. All right, come on, Conspiracy. Don't, don't don't start with that. What you mean? Don't start Jared with Jared Cook fumbled the ball and just no. But that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying like nothing like that. I'm just saying if <sighs> no, don't, just just let it go. Just let it go. No, don't go yeah, there. You're don't right. go there. All right, you're Taysom right. Hill talked about him yesterday. Now he's going to be a tight end. His Forty million dollar contract would make him the seventh highest paid tight end in the NFL. Seventh, it's forty million dollar contract. Now, not all that's guaranteed. I mean, so come on. Let's I mean, let's let's be honest. Let's let's check everything off. Does he know how to run routes? Yes. Does he know how to catch? Yes. Does he know how to block? Yes. It's a sad state of affairs for Saints tight ends when your backup quarterback, your backup quarterback, automatically becomes your pet because yeah. of what you have on yeah. the roster. Uh, ESPN Lafayette best ticket in sports. All right, Pelicans in the nine spot. We didn't get to talk about him yesterday. I know you wanted to. Mm-hmm. We talked a little bit about him, about how we understand why people are positive and stuff. But where where are you at with Zion? Are you about the future with him? Is it the one thing that has you a little worried? Are you mm-hmm. even thinking about it right now because of all the other good stuff yeah. happening? Now, I, honestly, man, I'm not really thinking about it because the – like just the way the team is around each other, like the the way they interact with each other, the way you know they have a real like they, they just seem like they enjoy being around each other, and it's like I did like seeing Zion on the bench celebrating. I, I did see this morning. I went back on his Twitter, and he did retweet and tweet some things you know positive about New Orleans. I will say this: I do feel like we are one piece away, like a missing piece, and I do believe that he's it. But also I wouldn't be upset if they decide in off season because what, you don't think it you don't think that'd be a good move? I mean best case scenario is obviously he stays, gets healthy, and now you've got a generational talent yeah. with a team with a great culture and you know, two players, one that's been an all-star in Ingram, another that's capable of it. And mm-hmm. McCollum, you've got great young talent on rookie deals like Herb Jones and Alvarado and 
you know, a, a, a feisty bench. You add a few pieces, another shooter here or there. Valanciunas is under contract after this season again. He's a beat. I mean, add Zion to the mix, and next year. That's what I'm ooh, saying. But I wouldn't be upset if they decide to go for a bunch of ass. I mean, they might get a, 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 a top 10 pick this year, even if they're in the playoffs the way the Lakers are playing right now. Because if the Lakers pick falls in the top 10, the Pels get it. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I, I hope it works out. I just don't see how his – I always look at it from, like, business standpoint. Mm-hmm. With his health, and I know he wants to play in the team's costers and all that other stuff, but let's just look at the reality. He's been injured since he's been in the league. Right. He's played 85 games. Right. This is year three. The regular season ends in, like, 11 days. If you're his agency and you get offered a rookie max extension – why would you not take that knowing that, boy, if the injuries continue, who knows? Like, I could see us, like, if it, let's, let's say, let's say he actually does one out. Some people think he does. Some people just think he just wants to play and there's frustration, whatever. If he actually did, wouldn't you want your client to sign the max deal, play for a little while, and then try to make your way out of town like Ben Simmons did? Definitely. There's no way he's not signing that rookie extension this summer. Now, if he signs it and he plays and they're good, and he's happy and everything else, cool. But, you know, the Sixers are good. And Ben Simmons just, mm-hmm. his teammates called him out, and he's like, I want to get out of here. And in the right. end, he got a lot of criticism. He sat out for a long time, and what did he get? What he wanted. Right. Now he's on a team that, boy, Philly and Brooklyn play in the playoffs. There's going to be some heat in that series. Huh? Yeah, but, you know, Brooklyn is the ninth seed right now, so they they still got to make it out to play in themselves. They will. They will. You think so? Yeah. Because the thing is, it's like – and I hate saying this because I love Steve Nash, but I just don't think that he's the the right guy for that for for the Nets. In my opinion, I could be wrong. I don't know how you feel about that, but back to the Pelicans though, I I do believe we're just one piece away, and he is that missing piece. And it's unfortunate that we're doing this well, and he's not even a part of it. You know, it's frustrating for him too. I mean, I think he wants to play. At the end of the day, that's the big thing, but. You know that generation, like, instead of coming out and saying, you know, I think I'm healthy enough to play, I want to play, you know, they're being cautious, I get it, it's tough. He just, you know, they they, oh, they just take the Instagram and make videos or right. unfollow someone like Kyler Murray. You know, yeah, it's just, yeah. it's, it's a little different. It's a little, I mean, you're younger than me, but you're not like, mm-hmm. let me, let me, let me show, you know, my coaches that I wish I was playing more by, you know, putting a little something on Instagram. I'm from the era of you talk about my wife, I slap you era. That's the era I'm from. That's Chris Sims talks about you, girl. Oh yeah, he going. He, we we, we going to get it in, Scott. You said your wife. But look, come on, man. What? Look, this man here. Look, what? you just said your wife. Did y'all did y'all did y'all elope? Oh, no, did it happen in in secret? No, man. Come no. on now. I should have just said yes. She's a, she's a a wonderful wonderful woman. I've met her. She go before. Yep. When I set you up, and she liked it. Dude, you know she still talks about that. The right? only time, ladies and gentlemen, that I wasn't sure if James was actually mad at me was that day. <laughs> I mean, we're friends. We are. And I, and I we, we, we cut up. We laugh. We joke. We give, each, you know, give each other a hard time. You were talking about your New Orleans bolt rings and how you never put them on. You always keep them away. Yeah, you, don't, you don't even really think about them. And she's sitting there. I'm like... So basically, you're just allergic to rings. <laughs> and then, man, James's face turned a totally different shade of color, and 
I looked at her and she goes, Scott, I, I like this show. And I look at James <laughs> and he looks at me and I'm like, oh no, I might have yeah. actually crossed the line yeah, here. Man. And then you go, man, you set me up. <laughs> <laughs> and nah, then man, after, it's all good, it was one man. of those things. And then we then we turn off the mics and you like smile and you're like, all right, that was good. I was like, Whew. Actually, that was the only yeah. time I was. He was like, I, nah, he's gonna man. do a Will Smith on me. Nah, know? it's all good, man. I'm not. I'm not gonna do that. It's all good. It was funny. It's all good, man. All right, we're gonna take a quick time out. We come back. James Butler's in the house. Uh, we'll talk a little you on football, spring ball, ticket sales. Good news in that front. We'll discuss that a little bit on the Saints. So we're gonna let James run. Anthony Babino, Rage Occasion assistant coach, will be in studio with me for the eight o'clock hour. We'll talk about what unfolded. Last weekend, last night, the latest in Cajun baseball. UL softball in action today against Texas. 6 o'clock tonight, 545 pregame. You can hear it right here on ESPN Lafayette. Ian Ozan, Bobby Nava have the call. We'll be right back. This is ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. 103.3 on the FM, 1420 on the AM, streaming worldwide via the ESPN Lafayette app. For those of you listening via the stream, it's brought to you by Champagne's Market on the Oil Center. Champagne's going the extra mile. Great Scott Show. I'm coming to you from the ESPN Lafayette studio, sponsored by Bet Rivers. Every day at Bet Rivers Sportsbook, Louisiana, you'll find line specials, daily boosted odds, parlays of the day, and more. Download the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app, the best Louisiana sports betting experience. Learn more at betrivers.com. I enjoyed a little uh, betting on the under in the Villanova game over the weekend. Nice hit on that one. All right, uh, Cajun football. James Butler's in here. He was in here yesterday. Back for more before he uh, gets back to to work and more important things in life. Yesterday uh, or Monday, Cajun football announced the uh, season tickets increased sales by 40%. That's big. Coach Desimo thanking Cajun Nation. Looking forward to it. They got a lot of Saturday games this year in the – in the you know that sweet spot in the fall where the weather's good, good tailgating, hopefully good football. They're riding the longest winning streak in college football by a lot. I think the next highest is seven. So the Cajuns at thirteen consecutive wins. Lots changed between the end of last season and this one. That's yeah. a, an understatement. Definitely. You being an alum, I know how passionate you are about it. Um, how are you feeling about Rage Cajun football? They're in spring right now. They'll have a spring game coming up uh, a week from this Saturday. Where are you at with Cajuns right now? I'm optimistic, man. I'm optimistic. I, I, you know, talking to some fans this past weekend, they don't feel the same. Um, 
because their whole thing is that, you know, Coach Napier took so much with him and so many holes to fill and it's just so many unknowns. But me having met Coach Dez, having talked to him, you know, talked to him numerous times before he ever even became a head coach, talked to him even when I was a player. Um, just to have a coach like that that's passionate about the university in itself, like you can't you, – you, you're not going to find that anywhere. So I believe in the man because I have no doubt that he's going to do whatever it takes to get us to the next level or keep us at the level we're at or whatever success looks like, I know he's going to go as hard as he can to get us to that point. I have no doubt about that because he's a true raging Cajun through and through. So – um, with that being said, he's learned from the best, um, and I believe in him. So you think their winning streak continues? You think they're off to good things next year, winning the Sun Belt? If I'm being honest, like I, even if Coach Napier would have came back this year, I I thought that this season would be tough because you know I was at the Arkansas State game at Arkansas State out you know at some of those games. Um, Appalachian State, Georgia State. Um, they got better. Under Napier, they always got better as the season progressed. Right. Like last year, they started out like right. gangbusters. Now, you could look at 2020 and say, hey, well, Iowa State. I'll give you that. They're, that was sort of right. the exception. They they started with a bang. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was you know, wins in, in program history. But um, But for the most part, you know, you start out. I was talking to Coach Dez about this last week on my show. He's like, you know, guys putting maybe too much pressure on themselves. Just – be loose, learn from your mistakes, and play. Don't think too much about it. Look, yeah. they start with Southeastern, and then they host Eastern Michigan, and then they play Rice, and then they play win, ULM. Win, win, I mean, you they, they've got a chance to really Keep ride this alive. thing. Yeah. As far as, um, you know, money games, as folks like to call it, right, the games that are the big payout with a, um, with a P5, you've only got one of them. It's late in the season, and it's against Florida State, who, you know, has not been um, great Florida lately. State. But – what do you like? Open quarterback competition, but if you listen, it sounds like Ben Walrich and Chandler Fields. It's between the right. two of them. Right. Um, the other guys are in the mix, and they're not as far along in the playbook, and they haven't been there as long. And, and Coach Dez is he's saying the right things, right? You want to keep it open, but you talk to folks, you follow it. It seems like it's just one of those two guys. Will they be good? We'll find out. But replacing a, a quarterback is always hard, especially one that has been the starter for a long time. For a long time and consistent, too. Like, it, it's never been a question of whether we need to make a, a QB change or not. There were, some, there were some fans that thought he was overrated or not good enough, and I was always like, listen, I don't agree with that. Now, I, d- I did think there were times in Levi's career where he left a lot of plays out on the field. Definitely. And, and I think he was one of those players where you could watch him – and there were some game. There were a couple games last year where he made plays with his legs, and you're like, "Oh my, wow!" Yeah. There are other games where you're like, "Man, is he kind of off today?" But then you would look at a box score, and you'd be like, "No, he's yeah, yeah, I know. This is I know. This is really good." And so right. I, I, I don't know. Like I, I'm not trying to dismiss anyone that would suggest, well, maybe he's he's not as good. He was good. And he was definitely the guy. I didn't agree with anyone that said they should make a quarterback. I always thought that was ridiculous, making right. a quarterback change. Um, but I think that when you're replacing a guy that started and a guy that was, I mean, to say that he was a leader is an understatement. I mean, the definitely. respect he had in that locker room 
um, how he handled his business. It was that's just tough to replace. And 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 Max Mitchell and right now the O line they've got injuries. They're the the offensive line has been in my mind the str- most consistently the strongest position group on the football team since you played. I mean, since the Ricky, I, I can agree. Ricky Bustle, Mark Hustle, Billy Napier. It's been consistently really good. All conference players, all Americans at times, right? Whether it be Max Mitchell last year's a third team, whether it be you know Robert Hunt who's doing big things in Miami, or or Kevin Dotson who's a first team AP All American. Like, I are they going to be as good now? I mean, you lose in Vallo, you lose in you losing a number of guys, and you got a lot of guys hurt in the spring, so you're not getting to see a ton of guys. That to me is is the the position group next year. That I'm, I, I want to see it because if they if they can be as good as they've been consistently for years, mm-hmm. the team can continue to do big things. That that that's something that I want to see. And I don't know, you know, this spring and the spring game on April 9th, how much because a lot of guys are hurt or not playing right now. I don't know how much you're really going to get an idea of how good they can be. I don't think this is right. a question, James. We're going to have answered until the fall. Yeah, and, and see, the biggest thing about a school like you know UL is you got to be big on the development. You know, so if you look at a lot of those guys that you're naming, I know back when I played, you know, people like the Daniel Quaves and, you know, Leo Bates and the, the um, Terry Johnsons. These are guys, Odom, I, I right? wouldn't say Odom, you know, these are guys that weren't necessarily heavily recruited in a sense, but they got under a coaching staff that was willing to develop them to a point to where they became those great players. You know, I, you know, I believe somebody like Daniel Quave should have been drafted. I feel like if it was any other year, he probably would have, you know. Um, that, and that's a debate me and a couple guys still have today. Um, even his brother Michael Quave. Michael, um, Michael's so funny. Yeah, man, I love he Mike. Is. I love Mike. He is, man. Um, but the the quarterback situation, um, Jones, right? I, um, Chandler Jones, Ben Walrich, it, it, right now, things could change by the time next year rolls around. Right now, it appears like they're kind of duking it out for who's going to be a top see, of the depth chart. I, I have to say this. like, I, I can't watch the spring practices. All I can go off of what I've seen last year. Now, last year, I have to say, the confidence that Napier had in Jones right. was was obvious. He's coming in for two plays. We're not going to run the ball. And, and he's throwing it. it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and 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 I noticed that because normally, when a backup quarterback comes in, let's hand the ball off twice or how many plays until Levi comes in. But because you know Levi isn't hurt, his helmet just came off. He's coming out, and Jones come in and immediately throws the ball. You know, and and that that just displays the confidence that Napier had in Jones. So that's why I kind of give him the slight edge. I haven't seen the other guy play, but I have to give Jones a slight edge because of that. Because if a coach has that much confidence in just come in the game, just throw it on the first play in there, that that just speaks volumes in itself. You know, so. James yeah, Butler hanging out. We got one more segment. It'll be a short one, only about uh, a few minutes. But James, I got to ask him. While I got him, because I don't know the next time he'll be in here. You know, I, I get feedback from listeners that say, "What is where, where does this confidence come from? Is it confidence or is he crazy? <laughs> when it comes to his bold predictions about the Saints, which, again, I, I wish they would come true, but they just haven't. 
I mean, that's debatable. Well, that's debatable. I guess we could debate on what the word debatable means, but because now we're in too deep. That, that was all. He will make a bold prediction about the Saints when we come back. Don't go anywhere. ESPN Lafayette, Anthony Babineau coming up in the 8 o'clock hour in studio. You don't want to miss it. Uh, Cajun Baseball then. Great Scott Show with James Butler continues right after this. No shame in James's game. He's putting shame in your game with his predictions. If you thought you had hot takes on TV and bold predictions, well, I got news for the talking heads. They've never met James Butler. They aren't bold, though. How are they bold? Please tell me anything that I said that was. Saints are going to go 13 and 3. How? Okay, explain to me how that wasn't going to happen. Trevor Simeon is going to lead us to the promised land. It didn't happen. Neither of those things happened. James Winston is going to be the MVP. How is that? Like, that's not fair. That's not fair. It didn't happen. He got hurt. (laughs) Trevor Simeon is going to lead us to the browser. That's the the only thing that I said. The only thing. That's the only thing that I said that I may be. Saints are going all the way. A little bit off the. I can strap it up and start for the team right now. That's actually not that far fetched if you think about it. I mean, is it? Come on. Come on now. You're Come not, on, you're man. You're not in football shape anymore. I you're am in football trooper shape. shape. I am in football shape. I'm going to work out here as soon as I leave here. Really? Yep. You got a tryout coming up? No, I just, I just like working out. I can still run routes now. It's an art. You don't ever lose it, you know? Really? Oh, yeah. So Traquan Smith never learned the art? Is that what you're saying? Basically, yeah. Pretty much. ESP and Lafayette, the best ticket in sport. We got a few more minutes with my guy, James Butler. Uh, at... R- Simaj Retlip on Twitter. Come on, man. You always doing this. That's thing. it. No, before, I mean, I Samaj Relta, man. Relta. Shout it. out to uh, Coach Relta. Mason and Ver- Vernon Wolf, O-Receiver. They're the ones that did that for me. Samaj, they're the ones that gave you a Twitter handle no one can remember. No, Shout we, were, we were bored in camp one day. We were bored and Coach Mason hadn't come in yet and we were doing everyone's name like backwards. I like how you're like, shout out to the guys who gave me this handle that yep. Scott and listeners have trouble finding. It's just my first and last name backwards, man. That's all it is. Samaj Retlip. Relative. 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 Sorry. Relative. All right, Samaj. Yeah. Um, There's people out there that really think my name is Samaj, by James. the way. Samaj was not one of the 10 most popular names for boys in Louisiana in 2022. You want the top 10 list? Leem. Uh-huh. Elijah. Uh-huh. Noah. James. Wow. Number four, John, Levi, William, Oliver, Henry, and Wyatt. Ten most popular girl names in Louisiana in 2022. Amelia, Ava, Olivia, Emma, Harper, Charlotte, Ella, Nova. Nova. Shout out to Nova. Okay. Sophia and, and Mila. That's according to names.org. Okay. Liam. A lot of Liam's out there. Someone went, One time someone was like, you know, Liam is actually just, it's a it's short for William. I'm like, no, I'm not. I don't yeah. accept that. <laughs> you can't have 
<laughs> William, Will, Bill, yeah. Willie, yeah. Billy, and Liam. You don't get six <laughs> names. No. Liam is Liam. Liam, whatever. Sorry, I'm calling it Liam. Liam. Oh, man, that's Liam. hilarious. I mean, yeah, they, can't, they can't take Liam. Mm. Come on. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, everyone named, I don't know. I can't even do it. Every name Jodge, just short for Elijah. No. No. Ja yeah. is a different name than Elijah. Just because it fits in the name doesn't mean you get to take it. But no, but seriously, though, there's people out there that are really Samaj. Like, I, I go out somewhere and meet people and say that my name is Samaj. Samaj. Well, I mean, there's running, like Samaj P. Ryan. I mean, they're running yeah. backs and they're NFL players named Samaj. Or Samaj. I'm sorry, it's Samaj. I guess I'm saying it wrong. Yeah. Well, yeah, because his does have an E at the end of it. All right. Bold predictions. Mm-hmm. We got we got off course with baby names here. Mm-hmm. You, we're, 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 we're up against it, end of the hour. You've had some absurd Bold predictions about your favorite football team. I have not. All right, you wouldn't call them absurd. This is just my is my opinion. I'm calling the it. The fans don't think it's absurd either. Well, again, I mean, we, we I'm getting off track. Don't do that. I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. <laughs> you're trying to divert me in my attention. I'm not. What, I'm what not. is your bold for the Saints in 2022? That we will win the NFC South. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Man, I thought it was going to be something – that could happen. That could happen. Yeah, I don't. I, I thought it was gonna be something. Totally the fact off that the like you agree with me lets me know that it's not bold. It's enough. not. I mean, it's so not I need. Bad, to, I need. To, I need. To, I need to tap in. I mean, the, 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 Tom Brady coming back it hurts a little. Certainly before he came back, I would say sure for sure. It, it, but you know, the Saints they kind of handle Tampa in the regular season. Saints got the good defense. People mistake me. The Saints play in a, in an awful division. The schedule won't be incredibly difficult next year, so they're gonna win. Some games. I just because the Saints to this point have been disappointing in free agency doesn't mean I think they're going to be a terrible, god awful team. I just you know I I I want more. Twelve and five. Okay, all right. Twelve I, and I five. I, I don't know that I'll go that far, but these are you're 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 softening up a little. I was expecting just totally off. Nah, the, the only stuff. reason why I didn't say anything is too early for me to predict anything like okay. that because so when we talk before the regular season, you're going to be thinking super. Yeah, like let, let's get all our all our moves in. Let's see what addition what additions we made, and let's see you know so I can do it like that, man. I can't I can't do anything right now. That man, is a tie. The man himself, James Butler the fourth, former NFL wide receiver. Notice the last two days I didn't even mention the team. I appreciate that. Former Rage Cajun wide receiver. I mentioned the college team. I appreciate State that. State trooper, friend to all, server of the community. Samaj Rail Tub on Twitter. Give him a follow. Interact. Talk to him. Yeah, because you don't. That's not true. I uh, appreciate you. That's man. not true. No, nah, you don't, man. Anthony Babino's next on ESPN Lafayette. Best ticket in sports.